Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Did y'all hear that? There's that some on the table that noise. Laz is definitely going to try to drink. Well, a little bit is fine. For Laz? <laughs> it won't hurt him. Yes, it will. <laughs> He's like waiting to pounce. Well, that's okay, Laz. I just covered it up. Stop <laughs> He's it. He's still going to stick his Stop head it. in your wine. Stop it. Grapes and alcohol are both bad for pets. Hey, guys. Long time. No talk. Hey, guys. Laz is also saying hi. You just can't hear him because he's actually being quiet right now. It's Elise and Malia, by the way. Hello. I don't know if you forgot about us. It's been a while. You probably did. That's Elise. I'm Malia. Maybe you can tell our voices apart. It's Aaliyah and Malise. (laughs) That was my favorite. Literally, so I started a business call one day, and I said, hi, it's Aaliyah and Malise, and, like, had no idea I said it until Malia just, like, laughed at me. Oh, yeah, she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, Aaliyah and Malise, and she's like, I don't get it. I was like, you literally said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's great. We're one. Um, so we've really missed doing the podcast. Apparently none of you have missed us because we have not seen any social media outrage. And I would like for all of you to step up your game. That's my mm-hmm. ask for the holiday season. But we felt like but we're back even if you didn't miss us. And even if you don't care, we're here. <laughs> oh, yes, we're here whether you want us or not. <laughs> uh, but most importantly, what's been going on in the news lately has just been a constant barrage of attacks on women And it turns out even people you thought were good people were terrible people. And in general, the world is depressing. And so we felt like it was important to pop back into podcast land and have a chat. And try to put maybe a little positive spin on what's what's happening. Because so today we're going to talk about, I mean, obviously sexual assault has been like the news of the day for the past two months. Month ever. I don't know. Since... Donald Trump ran for president. Yes. <laughs> and one of the things we keep hearing is not all men or, uh, yeah, uh, and like the good men in our lives, you know, they, it's this thing where like you're in your own little bubble and you're like, I'm a good person. Like, so all people are good people. I think we should sample the song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend right here. Let's we'll generalize like, about I'm men. A, no. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes, that one. I was thinking, I'm a good person. Da, oh, da, da. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because. Because that is a lot of what I'm hearing. Like, mm-hmm. there are men who are legitimately baffled yes. that this has been going on. Confused, shocked, had no idea. No idea. I'm using quotation marks for some of them. Yeah. And there are good men in this world, too. True. Um, So if you are a good man, this one's for you. Today, we're going to talk about um, how to keep being a good man and how you can help women out. Or if you're like a borderline good guy, these are some things you can do to kind of push you over the edge. Because I think sitting there with your teeth in your mouth does not automatically make you a good dude just because you're not showing people your penis. Like, you also need to be actively helping women out here. And we've got a whole bunch of suggestions. Yes. Even if you're a good dude, you can be a better dude, basically. Fact. Like, I can think of male (laughs) feminists who could still be doing a better job. Honestly, I can think of women who can be doing a better job. I was about to say, yeah. Like, this really goes for everyone. Um, We're just focusing on men because we really feel like they're the ones who are sitting there kind of not even treading water, just like splashing around in the shallow end going, what do I do now? Going, people are getting eaten by sharks? What? I had no idea. And you're in the shallow end your whole life. I'm going so to like, help Of course them. you don't know. 
I didn't do it. Like, yes. they're helpless babies. Yeah, I didn't do it doesn't save the people being eaten by sharks. Right. So this is how you can perhaps help fewer people be eaten by sharks. That's a metaphor, by the way. Yeah, very metaphoric. For just, grabbing them by the pussy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in there. You're just going to get me to, like, rage explode before <laughs> we're even five minutes in. Um, so if you've been sleeping and you haven't been reading the news, Elise, who are our – what's our short list of uh, fallen heroes? Because it gets longer by the day. Yeah, okay. So the big one was Harvey Weinstein. That was, like – I mean, he, he's not the first guy to ever do it, but he's pretty much the first big profile guy he's to get caught. He's like the straw that broke the most recent camel's back. Yes. Um, he unleashed the floodgates. Yes. So there's Harvey Weinstein, Al Franken, Louis C.K., Charlie Rose, Brett Ratner. Um, you left Kevin Spacey off this list. I did. How did I do that? Kevin, well... It's, a diff- it's kind of an odd duck yeah. in the midst. But I'm going to say if he's preyed on young men he's also preyed on young women i am sure um and then most recently ed westwick and nick carter which have broken my heart have you read the nick carter yes i did Um, and i can see it i i can almost even relate to it right um yeah i can totally see it Uh, because i think with nick carter as soon as i read it i was like this is one that even though it breaks my heart i can see it because he was in the number one boy band in the entire world he thought he was hot shit for most of his life he said he was on drugs and, like, had yeah. addiction problems. And it's just the classic men don't like to take no for an answer. Right. And I think this might even be a case of – I'm, I'm going to get a little heavy right off the bat. But I think a lot of times – and this is not to excuse men at all – but I don't think they even realize that that is rape. Because they've been- To be dating someone. Yes. And either not listen or think the woman is kidding or being a tease or, you know – they don't realize that that is rape and it is. And it's a huge problem with male entitlement and rape culture. Yes. Like that's what we're really talking about when people talk about rape culture. We're not talking about like, I don't know what people even think we're talking about because it's truly baffling to some people, mm-hmm. like the concept. There are many, many forms and types of rape. But yes, the like one of the main things behind rape culture is the idea that men are entitled to sex. And so you see people saying no and then just not hearing it or people saying, oh, but we were dating or all of these other or things we're married. that go that. Yes. And so, yeah, that's where it's like, it's still totally his fault, but it's part of a larger societal issue. And yes. it's a huge entitlement problem and toxic masculinity problem. And it's a part of the problem, the fact that men need to be taught about consent. And that's why we're here. We're here to teach you guys. Teach you all of the things. <laughs> so, so basically, a lot of men are trash garbage right now. But even if you're a garbage man, <laughs> you can be redeemed. Yes. I was going to use Chuck Bass as an example, but Ed Westwick rapes people. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. Let's move on. Um, How can the good men help? Well, first of all, if you're a good dude, you can keep on being a good dude. So if you're already a good man who treats women like human beings, EGAD, it literally blows my mind that that's even a noteworthy situation, but it 100% is. But if you're really a man who just... Do we want to wait a second until they go away? I'm not usually here during the day. Why are they doing this? I don't know, but it's super annoying. Guys, our podcast is being ruined by a man (laughs) with a leaf blower. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so if you are a good man and you're already treating women with respect, like, carry on. Keep doing your thing. You're already making a difference. 
just keep doing it. But, and this is a really important, important, important note that Elise put in a parenthetical, and it's so important. (laughs) Do not ask for credit or cookies or gold stars for treating women like humans. You don't get one. You want a cookie? You ain't getting it. I'm not making you a cookie. Fuck you. Like, this is just You're also not getting the cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I feel like it. Accurate. Being nice (laughs) to women does not mean you're entitled to sex. Yes. Which is a whole other issue that goes into (laughs) rape culture. We'll get there. Ah. So. So, the second thing you can do is listen and empathize. Um, Guys, you'll never truly know or understand what we go through as women, but the least you can do is listen and believe us when we tell you these crazy stories. Right. I can think of a couple of examples, including just small things in my personal life. And the smaller is really so much more minor than the big things. Um, But I mean, one example would be when I said like, oh, so-and-so blew me off and I think it's because I'm a woman. Like, don't be like, oh, no, you're being too sensitive because it's... You're too emotional. It's a very good chance that so-and-so really did blow me off because they're a sexist jerk because I knew my idea was solid and I had the research to back it, but it was just not being heard because I'm a young woman and that's garbage. So instead of saying something like, oh, I'm sure that's not it, blah, 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 I, I don't think men really do that, you should really listen. Yeah, don't use the but not all men. Thing. Yes. And, a bigger yeah. yeah, the bigger version of that is like when Olivia Wilde said that Brett Ratner masturbated in front of her and people were like, Oh, I don't think that's true. And she's like, actually, yeah, it was. Everything's awful. You're <laughs> like, not all men. hmm Not all men what? Like what? Yeah. And don't get defensive. Because chances are, if we're telling you the story, we're not talking about you. Right. Like, you're not the bad guy. Okay, what else can good men do? What's number three? So, this is, they go along. Um, a lot of things that you're going to notice are related. <clears throat> but don't accuse women of exaggerating. When Me Too, the hashtag, really took off again, a lot of men were shocked. Shocked. With, like, mind blown. Like, I saw a lot of statuses and tweets that were like, is this really happening? Like, is it like, I know this happens, but is it really happening to this extent? Yes. Like, yes. We're lying. We, we want to be sexually abused. Right. And like, yes, it really does happen this often. One thing I saw a lot where people were like, oh, but when people say me too, are they like, what do they mean? Yes. Like, and it all counts. Right. It all counts. First of all, it all counts. Second it doesn't all, have to be rape to start. I bet you. they have all been groped. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that line. Like, I was 11 and a senior in high school was going around popping my bra strap. And it didn't even occur to me that it was a huge problem until I mentioned it to my mom. And she was like, that is sexual harassment. And yeah, we are going disgusting. to the principal's office right now. Well, and I don't even care if a woman's worst thing is that she's been catcalled because you don't know the extent of that catcall. No. And also, I know when I get catcalled, I get terrified. Yes. You know, my first instinct is I want to turn around and say, fuck you, dude. Don't talk to me that way. But I'm scared he's going to pull a gun. I'm scared he's going to get out of the car and snatch me up. Like, so as women, that's still a scary thing. Right. Like, Someone can say, counts. hey, babe, smile. And you're like, well, I guess I better smile because I can't afford to have a physical altercation with this man. Right. On the street. And yes, that is truly how women feel. We are terrified of you guys. And it's a valid fear. There are so many accounts of women being attacked or threatened. And often it's literally just like street harassment. 
And then they're like, oh, well, you're a bitch. And also, we're literally raised to feel this fear. Our fathers give us rape whistles. They give us tasers. We're told not to trust men. So when a woman's scared of you, like, there's a reason. Right. So anyway, moving on. Um, The next thing you can do is call out bad behavior. Do not make excuses for your dude friends. Yes. I have a really good example of this. I'm very used to, even as, like, aggressive as I can be, someone had (laughs) made, like, kind of a creepy comment about my little sister. Um, They were just like, oh, I can tell she's going to be hot when she grows up. And I was kind of like, ha, 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 ha. And Jetty was like, no, dude, that's gross. She's a child. And I was like, oh, don't make a big deal out of it. Like, whatever. It's fine. Because I was just trying to smooth things over. Mm -hmm. And Jetty was like, no, that's creepy. Your sister is a child and that man has a daughter. He was like, this is not okay. I don't understand why you're letting it go, but I'm calling him out. And it was awesome because I legitimately probably never would have called that dude out because as a woman in a social situation, it's very different. Men don't listen you can end up causing a big scene, which you're supposed like, we're conditioned to be really uncomfortable Well, with. and here's the simple truth. Men respect the opinions of other men more than they do women. Right. So it's your, I'm not going to say your job or your duty, but, like, it's a good thing for you to speak up for other women. And it is kind of your, like, I don't know, if you see something creepy going down, like, call it out. Yeah. Plus, I think you also run the risk of a woman, run the Run the risk as a woman of if you call someone out in a social social situation of being that humorless person or mm-hmm. just a bitch with no sense of humor or usually oh, a bitch, a frigid bitch, such a feminist. No one likes them. They have no sense of humor, mm-hmm. and it can end up making the social situation more awkward while also further polarizing people from your gender and respecting yes. them. So it's really helpful when you, as a dude, call out your fellow bros. For being and creepy. other women, there's still many, many women who are in the mindset that they have to belong to the boys club. So they will even, not even knowingly, not maliciously, side with the dudes who are like, oh, it's not that big a deal. You're being a bitch. Yeah. So like, guys, just help us out. I can tell you again, as like, especially when I was younger, I was very much a, I'm not like other girl yep. kind of girl. Yep. So like to make sure. I'm different. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm not like one I'm not of them. A whore. Yeah. I just really like all of your dirty, offensive jokes because I have a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I have a sense of humor, but also you don't have to act like a dude to have a sense of. And humor. And some of your basically. jokes still totally sucked. Like, yeah. just because I didn't tell you they sucked didn't mean I actually liked them. Um, I've grown out of that, but some people don't. What's next? Think. Oh yes, this think, is a big one of yours. Think. Think this one and the next one. So when you hear a story, when you read an article, or when you get called out for something you've said, really just stop to think, um, not only about your actions or beliefs, but the norm society is placed on men and women as well. So what do you mean by norms? You know what I mean by norms. I mean, I know, I know, but like the <sighs> audience. Yeah. So I think this can go back. I know what she means. She's glaring at me right now because we've consumed nearly an entire bottle of wine at this point <laughs> just to cope well, with the goddamn just, it's patriarchy. It's so obvious to me. Like, it's not obvious to men. I know this because I've had these talks <laughs> with the I, men. That's in my why. Life. That's the other reason why I ask her I is because she's such a good feminist advocate because she still has the patience. For the men in her life who walk yes. around being total dinguses. And she's like, but you don't understand. Once again, they're good men. 
Right. Their actions are good. They just don't understand that there are bad men out there. Right. It's the whole like, oh, this really happens. <laughs> yes, this really happens. Okay, so I have an example. So I was at the dinner table with my father and my brother-in-law. Maybe my mom and sister were there. They were probably in the kitchen doing dishes, which we'll touch on that in a second. <laughs> um, and somehow Tiger Woods got brought up. Oh. And my sweet, sweet father, like I said, he's a good man. He said he feels bad for Tiger Woods and any person who has witnessed, like, who has held that much, like, power and prestige that, oh, what did he even say? That, like, women were throwing himself at No, well, I mean, basically, but it wasn't about women. It was just, like, he was trying to make it all people who were in, like, had that much power and, you know, wouldn't it go to their head and they'd get a big head and, you know, to have that much fame so quickly, I think was his point. And, but it just, as a woman, I sat there and all I heard was, I feel bad for this dude, but if a woman was in the same situation, she'd be a whore. Yeah. Because basically Tiger Woods was a sex addict. He had sex with hundreds of women. I don't feel bad for the guy. He was married. He made the choice to get married and he cheated on his wife with hundreds of women. If a woman did that. Yeah. Can you imagine what she would be called? Women never get the label sex addict. Right. (laughs) They're just a whore. So I made the comment, would you still say that if this was about a woman? And of course he and my brother-in-law adamantly like, oh, of course, you know, and my dad started saying he feels bad for Lindsay Lohan because of, you know, her drug problem and this and that. And they could not get past, like, they thought I was calling them sexist. Yeah. And I think that's the common thing that men, they automatically get defensive when a woman is like, but would you say that about a woman? So my point here is I just want you to really think when you're called out because it's not, like, I was not calling my father a sexist. He's right. not a sexist. He's an amazing man. But – as feminists, we just want you to think about if the shoe were on the other foot. Also, like, Elise and I call each other out, too. So, I mean, yeah. if you're sitting here listening and you're like, eh, you guys have no sense of humor. Like, we call each other out all the time. Like, one of us will be like, oh, my God. Like, should we really be saying that? Like, as a feminist, is this where mm-hmm. we want to be right now? And sometimes the answer is like, I know this is not feminist, but this is just how I feel right now. Because no one is perfect all of the time. Right. But sometimes it's like, oh, actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. I should rethink how I'm talking about this person. And as women and as feminists, we're constantly 24-7 thinking about things. So I don't think it's too big a task to ask men to think before they speak. That's it. Just a little thought. again, it's a societal thing. Like, yeah, you would call a woman who has sex with hundreds of men a whore. Yeah. Like, you just would. Let's think about that. So anyway, um, this thinking also goes, goes along with things that affect you. So, for example, if your fiancé or your wife doesn't want to take your last name, think about how unfair it is for women to be expected to change their entire identity while men never have experienced that same expectation in their lives, in the thousands of years we've been alive. (laughs) So many years, and yet. And this one's really personal to me because I decided at a very young age that that was bullshit, and I was not going to change my name. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I just wasn't. I know that was garbage. It's personal to me as well because I've had that fight before and defenses were up. Yeah. And it's important to know, like, I mean, I was like eight and I was like, I'm not changing my name. And people felt the need to argue with me about it. Right. Well, and so I'll just use my example. So I've had this conversation Mm -hmm. 
And the person I had the conversation with um, accused me of wanting to be different. Um, didn't understand why, like, you know, it, the, the, it's always been that way was what was said. That's what's always said. And, but why has it always been that way? You know, I just, I really want men to start thinking like, why is that fair? Why should we ask women to like leave their family and change their name and change everything about them and sport this ring that says I'm property (laughs) of so-and-so. Yeah. Especially when you look into the history, the history is gross. Just in case there's still someone out there who doesn't know, it literally is tied to women being property. First, you are property of your father and your father's household. And then he literally gives you away at the altar. Not even that. They used to sell their daughters. Yes. That's that's what marriage is. There was a, what's it called? A dowry. Dowry. Yes. They literally used to sell their daughters. Yeah. So anyway, it's disgusting. And that's the other thing is if you like are wondering like, oh, why is she saying this? Google it. Yeah. Look it up. Look at the history. Maybe you can bring something new to the conversation. Yes. Bring a different suggestion. You, there are always options and there are two sides to it. Some people feel like it's very important and they can maybe articulate why, mm-hmm. but understand that it's not like, oh, she hates me. Like there is a it has nothing long to do with you. history yeah. and exactly it has nothing. To, it's not about you. And I think that's, yes, just don't get defensive. I'm going to read this quote from BuzzFeed. It will link to this article in the show notes. BuzzFeed says, Whenever a woman expresses an opinion that makes you feel uncomfortable, try to understand why it makes you feel that way instead of getting defensive or belittling her. Absolutely. Why does it bruise your male ego? And ditto for any, like, women. If someone says something feminist, (laughs) shout out to this amazing article Elise wrote about my t-shirt, The Future is Female, where (laughs) I legitimately upset some people wearing a t-shirt, but I thought was not controversial. Yep. Didn't Um, think twice about it. But like, why did, why Why does that offend you? Yes. Why are you offended by my shirt? what is that saying? What Sally says about Charlotte says more about Sally than it does about Charlotte. Uh, I don't remember the names. One of them is Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, if you have a problem with something someone is doing, that kind of says more about you than it does about them because what they do has nothing to do with your life. So in short, think about what they're saying, read more about what people are saying, educate yourself, and then listen to what they're saying and do all of this without getting mad unless you want to get mad at the patriarchy. And without adding yourself into it because nine times out of 10, it has zero to do with you. Exactly. Oh, I love this next one. You read it then. Um... I have a whole link that goes with this, and the link is from Feminist Fight Club, and it's amazing. But try to steer clear of hurtful terms, specifically gendered terms that are hurtful. So don't call your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend crazy. Um, Don't call your female coworker a bitch. Don't comment on the way your girlfriend's friend dresses. Don't think that just because a woman does something, it's inherently wrong. And don't call her a nag. Yes. If she's asking oh. you to clean the dishes, don't call her a nag. Right. Oh that's your God. job. You I live there. Nag. And don't do this when you're talking about that person. So that's yes. the thing. Like you're probably sitting here thinking, oh, I would never go to my girlfriend to her face and be like, oh, you're a crazy bitch. But would you go have drinks with your be- like best bud and be like, oh my God, my girlfriend is being such a crazy bitch. Because think about it. If you were, you know, I mean, I know men don't really get in fights, but say you had a bad boss. Would you go to your friends and say, oh man, this crazy bitch. Right. Like if it was a guy, you wouldn't say that. You'd be like, oh, he's an asshole. 
Right. When you're mad at your best bro, you're not like, oh, he's obviously insane. Like, right. That's not a thing. It goes back to a really extensive history of labeling women with opinions hysterical. And if you have opinions on this, please talk to me because I took an entire course on women and hysteria. And it's so interesting. Weren't they Um, like given vibrators when they had hysteria? It depended on what they thought was wrong. But yes, they were like, oh, you're hysterical. And that's when vibrators came into play. It's funny that they didn't think men were the solution. No. Like, here's a vibrator that does what a man well, sex can do. wasn't for pleasure. Right. So you've got to keep that in mind. So, like, the vibrator was different. That's okay. I, oh, because I would love to take this class. Sex Teach it was to me only sometime. for reproduction. I have so much, <laughs> like, it's so fascinating to me. And I just kept reading about it. Like, PMS is kind of a modern day interpretation of hysteria because, like, mm. some of the symptoms might be real, but also, like, maybe you're just legitimately annoyed at people being shitty to you. And so instead of being able to just be annoyed, you have to be like, oh my God, it's my hormones. Okay, we're going to talk about this after the podcast because I'm fascinated. It's so interesting. So there's a whole article on Bitch Media and it's an an excerpt from Feminist Fight Club and it's an A to Z list of words to avoid when talking about women. And it goes into each word you shouldn't use and why it's specifically bad to use about women because a lot of times these words have an entire gendered history around them so you're not just calling someone a bitch what you're saying is you have an issue with women in positions of authority and power and you may not realize that's what you're saying but that's all of the baggage and that, comes that with words. is the whole point of this podcast we are not calling you sexist you do not have to be a sexist to say sexist things yeah so anyway um if you're a father Treat your daughter the way you would treat your son. Ask her to take out the garbage instead of washing the dishes. Not that anyone likes taking out the garbage. (laughs) Just that chores don't have a gender. A vagina doesn't make me better at cleaning the dishes. And a penis doesn't make you better able to walk to a dumpster. Or mow the yard. Right. Exactly. Women still need to know how to mow yards. Boys still need to know how to do dishes. Also, ask your daughter about what book she's reading instead of telling her how pretty she looks. And that's something anyone can do as a woman when you're speaking or any adult person as an adult person when you're talking to children don't comment on their physical appearance i find myself do like not doing this but like thinking this all the time it's like, like habit yes we're used to being like oh you're well, so pretty and little girls have pretty hair and they wear pink and i just feel like you are so cute but i'm like don't, don't and they do that. are they are precious yes but but they shouldn't think that that's all they're worth yeah is their looks and their pinkness um so anyway Alternatively, if you have a son, teach him that women are human beings who deserve to be treated equally and with respect. They are not here for your entertainment or to cook your meals. Say it again for the people in the back. (laughs) Um, Also, this is important. Use paternity leave. Your wife grew a human fucking being inside of her and gave up drinking for nine months and pushed that sucker out. You can stay home for a while and help her. This responsibility is not and should not be all on her. You participate in creating that thing. And if you don't have paternity leave, use your voice as a male in society to ask why. Why don't you have paternity leave? Why doesn't your employer at least give you two weeks off? Like that's a little crazy, don't you think? Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be able to bond with that kid too. Yeah, like, I know you can't breastfeed, but you can still, like, change diapers. Right. (laughs) You can do a lot, and it's really important and crucial. You can wash some dishes while your wife gets (laughs) shit done. (laughs) Yes, well, she's feeding your child from her body. Yes. You can, like, pour some Dawn on some plates. But it's just really important, and it's worth considering why men don't 
have the same sort mm-hmm. of role and in expectations, not yeah. even the role, but expectations. Um, also, if you have a wife, split cooking and cleaning equally. And also, again, don't look for applause. It's just as much your job as it is hers. No cookies for you. This no is just cookies. part of being a human. <laughs> Um, there's a really good article that the Washington Post wrote, and shout out to my friend Amanda, aka Twitch. We go back to high school, um, but she and her partner, he is a dude, um, have a baby. He's four, um, and she actually shared the article, and it's on where do women? No, sorry, where do kids learn to undervalue women? And the answer is from their parents. And mm. so she shared the article, and then tagged her partner Derek and was like hey dude like I think we're doing a good job but just so you know I want to talk about this later and he's like oh yeah of course babe like let's chat um because they're super cute and they try to split things really equally and again I think this goes along with this is not this is an unconscious thing it's an unconscious bias you have to really be aware and work at fixing these things because we're so like it's so ingrained in us that we have no idea we're doing them and like Props to Derek because when Amanda shared it and tagged him, he wasn't like, oh, my God, I think we're already doing great. How could you? He was just like, yeah, I think you're right. We should totally examine this and make sure that we're really on top of things because I want to make sure Keegan knows what's up and, like, that he respects women. It's a cute name. He's a cute kid. Ugh. They live in, like, Wyoming. I'm going to refill our wine glasses. I think I gave myself a little too much. Let no, me give no, you that's a little perfect. Bit. Let me oh, give you a little bit. And then you'll never leave me. Okay. <laughs> nope, I gave you too much. So let me take it back. Okay. Sorry, guys. You know what's great about working <laughs> with women? She can find me with wine, and I'm not afraid she's going to show me her genitals. <laughs> it's beautiful, this trust. I mean, we have. you never know, but no, JK. Um, okay, what's the next thing? This one I left for you. Oh, my God. I feel so strongly about this. You will know after it's okay. So at family functions and the holidays are coming up. They're here. Once this podcast is out, like Thanksgiving will be over. Yeah. We'll already had Thanksgiving and like Christmas will be coming up. Pay attention to things like women cleaning the table and doing the dishes when the men are sitting and watching TV. Get up and help. And this. And call those dudes out for not helping. This literally came up last night because my boyfriend told me that he didn't know how to make a ham. And I looked at him and went. (laughs) What do you mean you don't have to make a ham? Because, y'all, it's easy. You just, like, pour some brown sugar on it. You stick it in the oven. Like, this is not hard. They come cooked. Like, you just have to you can, warm There's it. Google. Yes. There's but this little like, thing called Google. I'm sure, like, and he would totally, if he really wanted to make an entire ham, like, he would figure it out. But it's more of just, like, this is the knowledge. just buy some deli ham. You don't got to cook it. You can't. I know. <laughs> that's not the same. But, like, this is knowledge that my grandmother thought was really important for me to know. But, like, mm-hmm. he was – he literally looked at me and he was like, how would I know how to make a ham? Like, how would I have magically stumbled across this right. knowledge? And I was like, oh, my God. Because you're right. Because women teach their daughters to cook. Yeah. And not their sons. And they chase the dudes out of the kitchen and then you, you end up with helpless little Go man babies. Go watch football. Yes. And so as men, I would love for you to challenge. And when your grandma's like, oh, no, honey, you can't do anything. Go sit down. Be like, no, I would love to learn and help. Yep. Like, this is so important. Because, first of all, holidays are a huge burden on women. I say this as someone who was about to go cook for the next 24 hours. And also, because you're eating that food. And third of all, yeah, do what you, are you not want to know? Do you not want to know what goes on? Like, you don't want to know how to make a ham? I mean, I don't. I don't really care. But... 
It's good you like eggs and not ham, but like. But also, like, I mean, if you're not gonna help cook, do the dishes. Like, right. do something. What are you contributing? What do you bring to the table? It should be as much as possible an equal spread of responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped ahead, you guys, and one of Wait, them that Elise wrote is so funny. The wrong test. Yes. <laughs> okay, but, we'll get there. We'll yes. get there. Next is at work. Go ahead. Yeah. So at work, don't interrupt women. Give them credit where credit is due. Don't steal their ideas, and ask them to join you at lunch instead of forming a boys' club. Oh, good. No, you're fine. Okay, I was going to say there was a really good story that came out of the Obama White House where the female staffers had mentioned when they first started working, they would still feel like male staffers would steal their ideas. And the men honestly were not doing it out of like maliciousness. They would just hear it and be like, Oh, this is a great idea. And they would say it out loud. And then everyone would be like, Oh my God, didn't Jerry have a great idea when in reality Sarah said it first. So what the women started doing is when Sarah had a great idea, Jane would be like, oh, I really liked Sarah's idea, blah, blah, blah. And then if no one listened to Jane, Melanie would be like, yes, I agree, Jane. Sarah's idea was super great. And you can do that as a man too. And men started doing that as well. So if you, it's great to amplify an idea, but go ahead and give it credit where it originally Mm -hmm. happened. Yep. What was your next one? Um, So if your boss or superior is a woman... This is one of my biggest pet peeves. Respect her the same way you would a male boss, a.k.a. don't call her a boss lady. She's a boss. <laughs> Just call her your boss. She's not a boss lady. Right. She's not a lady boss. Like, we can call ourselves lady bosses, even though, like, I have issues with that. Yeah, it's a whole but thing. But don't call me a lady boss or a boss lady. Right. If you report to me, I am just your boss. Yes. Like, I am not There's your boss no lady. There's no difference, except maybe how much we're paid. <laughs> Women make less than men. 80 cents to the dollar. Um, and if it's you who's in a position of power and there's women, I hate to say underneath you, but you know what I mean? In the org chart. Um, women yes. who report to you. Use your power for good. So I'm going to give a little example about my dad. He told me this recently because we've been having really like strained talks about whether it's sexual harassment or workplace, whatever. Whether you should quit work and have a baby. Yes. (laughs) But this is one really good thing he said that shocked me. He was telling me that like a million years ago, I don't even know when, he's had so many different jobs and positions. Yeah. He worked for Verizon for like 30 years. But anyway, um, at one point he took over this new position and had, you know, new people under him and found out that one of his female employees was put in charge of taking clients or new hires out on the town and showing them a good time, which he didn't know what all that implied, Mm -hmm. but you can imagine. So he literally went to her and was like, this is not in your job description. You are no longer doing this. Like you are no longer required to do this. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. that's, That's a man taking himself and putting himself in a woman's shoes and thinking about like, what she oh, must be Oh, maybe she through. doesn't want to go flirt with this creepy old dude right. for two hours. Maybe once going a week. out and getting drinks is not like has nothing to do with her job. Right. Yeah. So use your power for good. Yeah, that's awesome. So like Elise's dad and I disagree on a lot of like major points <laughs> about life, but there are, like, he's legitimately a good dude. If he's, like, sh- an undercover good dude. Yes! Like, I'll think he's this stingy old white dude, and then he'll tell me a story, and I'm just like, whoa. 
Like, I would not hate working for him. Or, like, if yeah. I were stranded by the side of the road somewhere, like, I would call him and be like, I really need, like, help. And he would totally, like, come rescue me mm-hmm. because I exist. Like, yep. Oh, yeah, he loves dubs because you're my friend, so, like, you're in good mood. I know, that's exactly, like, my parents are like, oh, Malia's friends? I love them all. Yep. Um, okay, Which is yeah. also adorbs because he totally knows that we disagree on, like, oh, a lot yeah. of life. Oh, yeah, he, he'll make a joke, like, he'll be like, oh, I wish Malia was here so we could talk politics. Okay, so this oh. next one is amazing. I don't know if you've heard of it. But oh, my it, God, this is what had me cackling earlier. It's called the rock test. So, basically, if you wouldn't say it or do it to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, don't fucking say it or do it to a woman. Oh, it's so good. If you wouldn't say, like, hey, The Rock, your boobs look really good in that shirt because he punched you in the fucking nuts, then don't say it to a woman. (laughs) Crying right now. Hey, The Rock, you're a little emotional right now. Why don't you go cool off? This is hilarious, and I love that it really makes you evaluate, because the thing you should do next is, like, if you Because dudes love it, The Rock, also. Yes. They fucking love The Rock. But, like, if you wouldn't say it to The Rock, then I want you to, like, take an extra step and be like, why wouldn't I say it to The Rock? Like, <laughs> oh my god, I yes, love it. because he'd punch you in the face. Right. Oh, I love it. Maybe we should just punch more people in the face, Elise. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I already want to. <laughs> We're gonna turn into vigilantes. I'm going to let you take this next one. Uh, We're both passionate about this next one. Guys, first of all, watch female-led TV shows and movies. Second of all, if you're like, oh, I just don't know any good female-led TV shows, let Elise and I show you the way. (laughs) We have a video. We have an article. We got a podcast. Like, it's everywhere. We love talking about amazing women who make amazing TV. Literally, Jane the Virgin, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Supergirl, Unreal. Mini Project. Gilmore Girls, Mini Project. Like, so many. So many. We can keep naming Blow. them. Broad City. Ugh, Fuller House. It's stupid, <laughs> but Fuller House. Um, and, like, think about it. No woman in the history of the world has ever said, Iron Man, James Bond, or The Arrow are too manly to watch. But how many times have you said no to watching something because it's a girl show? Or told your little boys that they can't watch something because it's a girl show. Right. It's too girly. Like, don't even get us started those, on Those skirts are too children. short. <laughs> Anyway, proceed. Or, like, women shouldn't be so violent. Mm. Mm, shouldn't they? Um, Maybe if we were a little more violent, more shit would get done. I really feel like that's true. But I also want to say we have now finished the bottle of wine. And, like, when we sober up, we will not be this militant. But for right now, come at us. We will punch you in the fucking face. No, I will. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done. So, yeah, like, watch Gilmore Girls. Watch Jane the Virgin. Watch Wonder Woman. If you think women are, quote, unquote, confusing or complicated maybe it's because you've never actually put yourself in their shoes you'd be surprised at how easy it is and how much you'll actually enjoy these tv shows and all of these movies Mm -hmm. like dudes are like oh i don't want to watch bridesmaids and then you show them bridesmaids and and they die or spy or like train anything with melissa mccarthy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i forgot or like train wreck or even ghostbusters ghostbusters oh so good i love ghostbusters lady ghostbusters changed my life or wonder woman like People have a big, like, Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters people said was going to be awful, and legit, it turned out to be a big old sexist heap of shit. 
because the show was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. the, that movie was so good. Yeah, no, I went back and watched the original, and I was like, why the hell did I think this was funny? Right. Like, I don't get it. I don't get that humor. Like, it's funny, but only if you can take yourself out of being a human now and pretend right. you were only alive. Then. Yes. Oh, I watched Miss Congeniality the other day. <gasps> so good. Girl, it's problematic as fuck. Is it? Watch it again. No, it's Sandra Bullock. I She's know. America's sweetheart. I know. I love Is that, that a movie. sexist term, America's sweetheart? I don't know. It might be. I mean, we don't have, like, a male sweetheart. Yeah, no, I love that movie. We have, like, Sexiest Bachelor. But, like, a lot of it is just the dude FBI agents being, like, super creepy. Yep, that is true. But she's a badass. She is. She is amazing. Yeah. But then she ends up with one of the dudes who's just, like, putting girls in bikinis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, what can you expect from that time? She didn't have many options. I know, but it was anyway. so, oh, it's such a good movie, but, like, watching <laughs> it now. No, there's so, even Friends. I've been watching Friends, yes. and I'm like, like, there was one episode, oh, what was it? But Phoebe, like, went along with it. Oh, I know what it was. Oh, I was just watching a Thanksgiving episode, and Chandler, like, Monica called Phoebe over, and she's like, hey, Chandler's really busy watching the game. I don't want to bug him, so will you come help me, like, cook? So then Monica leaves the room, and Phoebe is like, oh, Chandler, like, you could come, or, like, why aren't you helping, or you don't even like football or something, and he was like, yeah, I know, I'm pretending to watch the game, so I don't have to help, and I was expecting Phoebe, of all people, right, to call him out, but she goes, oh, my God, that's genius, why didn't I think of that, and I'm just like, but it's no. such a sexist thing, like, it's such a, oh, such a bro thing. The 90s were. The, yeah, the 90s. Friends is problematic as fuck. Especially yes. with Ross and Joey. But, like, but oh, yeah, Ross is king of, like, good show. I'm nice to you, so fuck me. Yes. But, anyway, doesn't we don't like topic. these things. We're off topic now. All we want to do is podcast about TV. But, again, good guys, but you're not perfect. Right. You can still Always work Always room for improvement. Yes. Okay. Um, so my next thing is educate yourself on consent. And this goes along with the Nick Carter stuff I talked about earlier. So even if you're in a relationship or married, women reserve the right to say no. Even if they're smiling while they say it, they're probably trying to be as nice as possible as to not offend you or piss you off. I personally do this. Even if they don't have a good reason, no means no, not maybe, and not try harder. Respect. All I have for this is applause. Literal clapping applause. This goes with a woman you met in the club, a woman you met in the library, your girlfriend of 10 years, your wife, anyone. A hooker you have literally found on the internet and called your hotel room. If she says no. If you take it out and it's too big and she says no, it won't fit, then the answer is no. If she changes her mind. And she'll give you a refund. (laughs) Like, Like... Maybe you guys are mid-doing it, and she's like, nope, this feels weird now. Bye. Like, roll over. Done. Once someone says no. And, like, because, again, someone's inevitably going to pop out of the woodwork to be like, women have this problem, too. Women, if a dude says no, the answer is no. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. All around. 100%. No means no. To everyone. No means no. If you're gay, no means no. Yeah. Consent is so important and just really think about it because if you care about that person, then their consent is important to you too. Whether you're drunk, whether you're stoned, I don't care what's going on. No means no. This also reminds me, um, the Girl Scouts have put out like a commercial or some kind of promo that talks about, please don't force little girls to hug Mm -hmm. people. And this 
is when you really, again, think about it, this is how we're teaching girls about consent. If someone does something nice for you, if a man buys you a nice gift, you have to go over and give him physical affection. Yeah. And that's not okay. No, it's super creepy. Don't force your little kids to go hug people. There's a lot of really interesting stuff around that too. It gets really problematic the way we don't let kids have ownership over their bodies and emotions. And that can really, in the end, discourage especially girls from saying no yep. to a molester, yep. to telling you about said molester, because then they're like, oh, well, you said I should hug them. So this is all just a hug. So it must be okay. And that's problematic as fuck. And this is something just so y'all don't think we're, you know, just generalizing about men as an aunt. This is something I've taken upon myself to be responsible for, because there's been a lot of times where, you know, my nephew, he's six, he's going through a phase where he's kind of, <laughs> being like mean a lot to some of us and you know he'll say rude things to me and get in trouble and then you know he'll be told oh go tell auntie you're sorry go give her a hug go give her a kiss and he won't want to hug me and I don't push the issue because I'm like I don't want you to feel like you know you owe me anything like as long as you say you're sorry we're good I don't I don't mm. you owe me your words you do not owe me your body yes I do the same with cousins and other family members or friends' kids. You know, they throw something at you, and then people do it to kids too. Like, I don't know, say a six year old throws a rock at this seven year old sister. They're like, oh, well, go hug and make up. Mm-hmm. They don't have to hug. No. They have to say, I'm sorry, and they have to mean it, but they don't have to physically well, touch. And it goes along with, you know, kids are, we're going to get on a kid tangent, but it, kids are taught so much respect your elders. Anyone who's older than you, do everything they say. Say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, respect them. But then we have people like Kevin Spacey, who are mm-hmm. predators. And kids should not be taught that just because someone's older, if they say, you know, come over here and pull my finger, you don't have to pull their fucking finger. Right. You can be like, no. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. So we we really need to reevaluate the way we raise children. I was, and kids are super important to this conversation because, mm-hmm. yes, there are changes that we can make as 20-somethings. And, yes, there are changes you can make as someone even older than that. But one of the most important changes you can make is changing the way your children approach the world. Don't raise them exactly how you were raised. They are impressionable. Once you're past like 11, you're done. It's over. Like you can still form your own opinions and you can start doing other things, but you get less of your idea of who you are from your parents at that point. Right. But if you've been raised to watch Wonder Woman, like you're probably a different person. Oh, my God. <gasps> Apparently, Steven's Universe is really good, by the way. What is that? It's a show. It was created by women. I ended up on this whole internet tangent the other day. <laughs> of course she did. But it was created by a woman, and it's won Emmys and shit. But it's like a kid's cartoon. Mm. Um, but apparently, it's super awesome. Mm. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. What else do we have? Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys. Understand that your quote-unquote compliments can offend women. And this isn't about women being easy to offend. This is about some of your compliments, quote unquote, being creepy as fuck. Yep. Whether it's catcalling, which is gross. Whether it's hitting on a woman because she's just so beautiful. Or so hot. You are doing no one favors. None. They probably already knew they were hot. Like, classic example is a dude walking up to a girl in a club. Like, that girl knows she's hot. That girl got dressed up and looked in the mirror and was like... Hell yeah, I'm fine. And mm-hmm. then she went to the club to hang out with her girls or whoever or do whatever. She does not need you walking up to be like, ooh, girl, I want to eat your ass. Like, get off. 
Which, like, some girls do want compliments, but don't, like, not all women do. Right. You know? And we've talked about my personal experience with this, being in the club, being hit on, saying no, and then being treated like I'm less than a human being. Yeah, being treated like actual shit. Yeah. Like, it's not okay. Women are fine without you. Like, they can exist without you telling them how beautiful they are. And you can compliment things other than a woman's personality. Or no, sorry. <laughs> I was about to say what? <laughs> you can compliment things other than a woman's appearance. You can compliment their personality. You compliment mm-hmm. something they're doing. I love the Swan Princess. And one of the best Oh, my God. I know who's going to be. So they're, they're rebooting oh. it. And I know the girl who's going to be the voice of it. It's Taylor's cousin. What? Yeah, she's a voice actress. Ah, mm-hmm. She's gonna be That's princess. amazing. Side I, note, sorry, I'm really excited. Loved that movie. And one of the reasons why I love that movie is because the douchebag prince is like dancing with the girl and she's like, oh, hey. And he's like, mm, I love you and stuff. And she's like, okay, but why? And he's like, because <laughs> you're beautiful. And she's like, that's not a reason. And what else? And he literally goes, what else is there? And she is like, I am done with you. Goodbye. Yeah. Fuck off, Chad. I'm going to go, like, yeah. run away. And then she becomes a swan, and it's a whole other thing. Like, the rest of the story is also great. Um, but not as important as that initial interaction where he's just like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. And she's like, you've known me since we were five. What else do you like about me? And there's a fine line between giving a girl a compliment and being creepy. You know, I think it's fine to be like, hey, you're really beautiful. Like, like. Yeah. No. I, I think what it's because your so often people think they're like, they're on the right side of that line and they are not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think the issue. Well, mm, like one yeah. time when I was working at Target, someone told me I was too pretty. Okay, to well, work that's at inappropriate. Target. But it's inappropriate to hit on a girl at work. Yeah, that's like true. if she's your waitress. Yeah, like because also then again she can't be a bitch to you because you're tipping her. Yeah, like she's gonna think you're gonna take away her tip, so she's gonna be nice to you even though you're an asshole. And that's an important part of Louis C.K.'s whole mm, yep. story, and then his apology as well is power dynamics. So think about that. And I think that's actually a really good way to kind of emphasize your fine line. Think about your power dynamics. Are you in a relationship with this person? Are you guys equals? Then it's totally fine to be like, hey, I think you're really beautiful. And it's also though, I think that's fine to say if it's, you know, you're both equals. But if a woman doesn't receive it well, or if she says, I know, or just like, thanks, but I have a boyfriend. She does not owe you anything for calling her beautiful. Yeah. She doesn't owe you sex. She doesn't owe you a dance. She doesn't owe you literally anything. Like, yes. So don't ex- don't compliment women expecting things. Yeah. I And that's – so with Louis C.K., to give context in case you're not following this as closely as we are. How dare you? Right. First of all, <laughs> you should because this is important. But right. I do understand if it's just, like, too much – um, Louis C.K. had a history of asking female comics if he could mm-hmm. masturbate in front of them. And he always asked. They would inevitably <laughs> say yes because they were usually new comics just getting yes. into the industry. And he's very successful. He's been in movies and TV shows and he has a well-established career. And so he'd be like, hey, do you mind if I masturbate in front of you? And they'd be like, Ooh, yeah. And he'd be like, all right, jerking it. And then... It was, like, well-known that at some point, like, if you were an attractive female comic, Louis C.K. would be like, 
can I masturbate in front of you? And it was also an open secret that you really needed to say yes. Because what happens if you say no in that situation? This you is can a more, get blacklisted in yes, Hollywood. Like there's a powerful man asking mm-hmm. you for something and not making it clear that saying no has no consequences. And so there are all of these Same women, with Harvey Weinstein. He yes. would always say, do you want to come up to my room? Right. But like the implied options are let me masturbate in front of you and say it's great or never work again. And so when you're in a position of power and those are like, that's how you're presenting it. And Louis CK says he didn't understand that's how it was coming across Despite the fact that his manager worked which is actively why, for years. Which is why we're doing this. Guys, educate yes. yourselves. Talk to women. Like, try to empathize with them. See how they feel. One of the like, things I've seen a lot from us, like, a lot of men that I respect are posts around either, hey, if I say something, like, please let me know that's not okay. Or, like, I am legitimately sorry for staring at your boobs in college. Like, it would be an open Facebook status. Like, all women I knew in college, I am so sorry for staring at your boobs. Because they were like, you know what? I did shitty things as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, Which who doesn't? Right. And so by taking responsibility and acknowledging that, you're making a big step. And I think that's why this conversation has been so important. Because sometimes people don't think about how their actions are really harmful. Yeah. And compliments can be creepy. Um, Or even things you intend as compliments. At one time in college, I had a guy tell me that my eyes were really pretty, which wouldn't have been all that creepy, except then he felt the need to follow it with like, oh, but I'm married, so I'm harmless. Like, that. Oh, yeah, that made it creepy. It was fine before that. That made it creepy. Oh, thank you. And he's like, oh, I'm married. I'm harmless. And I understand that what this person probably meant to say. Like, I'm not like, trying to, like, ask you yes, out or hit on you. Yeah. But instead implied but you don't was, have to tell that person. Yes. Like, you don't have to tell me my eyes are pretty. I probably already know I have pretty right, eyes. I know it's a really good feature like, of mine. Like, yeah. they're green. They're we have – we own mirrors, guys. <laughs> yes. We do. But, we check out our ass every single day. Yeah, all the time. I'm like, mm, does it look good today? Mm, it's a good ass day. Mm-hmm. And I like, do a little dance and yeah, then like, I go about my fucking day. I think that's the biggest thing to understand is Ben, like, we don't need you. Like, right. watch the scene in Wonder Woman where she tells Chris Pine that men are not necessary for pleasure. They're necessary for procreation. Khalil's treatises. Oh, yeah. Like, we want you. We do. Like, we Straight women you. want you. But we don't need you to give us these things. We know we're fine. Yes. (laughs) And something about the way men do the dances to make themselves seem not creepy, Mm -hmm. that's where it seems like the implied flip of that is like, oh, I'm married. I'm harmless. Like, oh, if you weren't married, would you be harassing me? Yeah. Like, are you saying that if you weren't in a committed relationship, you would be so again, like, literally just think about the things yes. you're saying and the words you're choosing. As editors, like yeah, we do this huge. every day. Yeah. We naturally think about these things. Okay. Okay. So we have two more. Oh, this is a good one. No, you. wait, we have three more. Okay. So this one I'm taking from XO Jane. Again, we'll link to it in the show notes. This is a direct quote. Guys, we have so many good links in the show notes. Yes. Please, if you have we never do. read our links before, honestly, don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. Just go read all of the links, but listen <laughs> to the rest of the podcast. So from XO Jane, it says, don't treat your spouse like a nag. If she is nagging, you are probably lagging. And this is my new mantra. Like this is, I'm going to like get a tattoo of this. I love it. Because like as women, we hear it all the time. Yes. Like 
Will you please do the dishes? Stop nagging at me. Yeah. You're such a nag. We'll clean up your shit. Then I wouldn't have to fucking nag at you. (laughs) And this goes, there's a whole sexist undertone to this, which is that women should just be doing it, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that she's asking you to do. Because even though you both pay the bills and you both own the house, she should be doing all the housework. Yes. Naturally. Of course. And carrying your child (laughs) and footing half the bill. And there's also an expectation that women should manage the house. So a lot of times men don't understand that because the sink is full, the dishes need to be done. And this isn't necessarily saying... I know. It's tragic. (laughs) Like, I don't even mean this to shit on you guys. Like, if you're listening and you're like... What? Like, I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm trying to help you. If the dishes are, or if the sink is full, the dishes need to be done. And so when your girlfriend or wife sees the sink full, she goes, hey, babe, could you please do the dishes? What she means is, why the fuck is the sink empty? And you know what? She deserves a cookie for not saying why the fuck is the sink full. I said empty a minute ago. I meant full. Um, because that's what she means. And so women are trained from a young age. We are trained with little toy vacuums and little toy dishes Mm -hmm. and little toy And little toy ovens. To make things for people and to clean up for people and to always be looking at the condition of the house. And again, this is because of the way we were raised. Men are not gifted with those, like gifted as in like presented with those gifts. They are not expected to clean up and expected to clean. So, like... And so you end up with men who don't notice these things. Yes. There was a really... Oh, I don't know. Again, it's a societal problem. It's not that it's your fault. It's a societal problem, but you should, like, contribute. Yes. It's a societal problem that has affected you, and you can change on a personal level. Yes. And this is true of so much of this stuff. That's why, like, people aren't called individual justice warriors. Like, they're social justice warriors. It's because Mm -hmm. they're trying to change the way society perceives things. Yes. Um, there was a really so don't get defensive, right? If I you're can feel you getting like, defensive. Stop it. Go back to minute <laughs> like one. twenty, page yeah. one for us, and like listen to how we told you not to get mad. Um, there's a really good article, and I don't have it linked, but maybe I will by the time it goes published. If you send it, to but me. it was yeah, that's the real if. <laughs> um, it was about the emotional labor that women do in terms of managing the house. I love that article. And the example was a woman asked for Mother's Day for her husband oh to get a cleaning service, and so instead of doing the research and finding a reputable cleaning service, the husband decided to just clean the house. Not understanding that by him cleaning the house, his wife then had to be responsible for helping him find all of the cleaning supplies, for helping him understand what all needed to be cleaned, and then for watching the children. And it was it ended up being still a burden on the wife, and he thought he had done everything correctly by cleaning the bathrooms for her. But the issue was that she didn't want to have to be responsible for any of that. That's why she wanted the cleaning service. And it's just one of those things where the man thinks he has done a great job and he truly has been considerate. It's just that there's all of this emotional work and labor and research and thinking that goes into even the smallest tasks, including things like prepping for Thanksgiving dinner or... Even just, like, I literally just, like, cleaning the bathroom. Like, you don't think about the fact that you're cleaning the bathroom so your wife isn't also means that your wife is now responsible for your children and helping keep track of all these other things and keeping the pets out of your way. And it's things like that that women think about all the time. 
even you walk in and you see dirty dishes on the stove as a woman, you're like, okay, I need to do something about that. And something about the way men are raised and conditioned, they see dirty dishes on the stove and all their brain thinks is, huh, there are dirty dishes on the stove. Instead of, like I said, women see dirty dishes on the stove and think, okay, so I need to put those in the sink and then I need to wash them. Or they think, oh, I need to do this, but where does it fit on my to-do list? Yes. It's like at the bottom. Right. That's exactly, it's not even just like, okay, this is what I need to do. It's how do I do this? Oh, how do I fit this in? Yes. And so there's a lot going on in a woman's mind. And not all women are like this. Um, some, women are, some women are raised differently and some women just approach things differently. But I will tell you, like, this is how we are socialized. Yes. Um, next to last thing you can do, if you feel bad about making more money than women, because promise you, you do. Again, Google it. <laughs> Donate to female-centric charities. Yeah, there are a lot of really there's good ones. We have an article about it on the site. There's plenty of them to donate to. There are women in Africa who cannot go to school because they are on their periods. Send them tampons. It's really baffling when you look at sexual inequality on a global scale. Mm-hmm. Just how bad it gets. Yeah. And even in the United States, donate to programs that help women wear appropriate clothes to an interview so they can maybe get a higher paying position donate to we need to do a podcast about that oh my god all the expectations placed on women in job interviews straight hair versus curly hair colors Uh, versus black and even like what do you do with your kid like if you have a local and you do somewhere like a local organization that provides child care for low-income families or women who don't ordinarily have child care donate to them like that's super you know what this is random but on off topic but when i have a son someday he's gonna fucking babysit Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. That's, that's a great. Important. That's really great. Anyway, change the world, guys. Oh, my God. So this is still <laughs> off topic, but a guy that I was in college with one time had literally said in class one day something about how he was like, I wish I could babysit. I love kids, but no one will ever hire me to babysit. Wait, really? Yes. But the problem is this dude was a creep. <laughs> and literally a week after he said that, he sent my roommate a creepy picture of himself shirtless in bed with like an implied hand down his pants and said something really creepy. I can't remember the rest of it, but I was just sitting there like, if you will send an unsolicited half nude photo to a random woman that you were in class with, who has not asked for said photo or implied in any way that she is interested in you. You know what? That's another thing that guys can do. Stop sending unsolicited dick pics. We don't want them. No woman in the entire world thinks a penis is attractive. Just FYI. I'm totally going to link. Samantha B did an amazing PSA on dick pics and I will link it in the show notes. I will send those two links to Elise and she will put them in the show notes and it will change your life. Like guys, we like what they do, but we don't like looking at them. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. Stop it. Stop it. And that's how send, you can be a good dude. Like don't send creepy pictures of yourself. Don't send nudes hoping to get nudes. Right. And nudes for if nudes. you were in a com- if you were in a committed relationship and that is something you two have discussed, that is a different conversation. Consent. Learn about consent. Yes. I am talking about a random dude in your class in college sending you a Snapchat of himself half naked and being like, You up? Like, that's gross. That that's nasty. You're gross. You're nasty. And so I, as a person who babysits, had considered being an advocate for this gentleman <laughs> as someone who would also like to babysit. I was like, oh, you know, that's someone I can put away, like, in case someone needs a sitter and I'm busy. And then he was super creepy to my female roommate. And I was like, actually, I don't want him watching children. Bye. You're dead to me. Like, ew, don't be gross. 
don't be gross. Um, but your son will not be gross because you will <laughs> raise him appropriately. Yes. And if he is gross, I'll beat his ass. I am not opposed to spanking. She will make him listen to all of her podcasts back yep. to back. No, they will. Okay, what's the last thing men can do? Guys, this is so important. And I really hope you've stuck with us this long. If you have, tweet me and specifically be like, I heard your very last point in this <laughs> podcast. And we will send Ooh, you. What's the code word? Ooh, code word will be Doug Jones. What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> Dub Jones. That's the code. Doug word. Jones is Doug, the code. Doug word. Jones. Doug okay. Jones. Um, thought it was like George W. Bush. Oh no. Tweet me Doug Jones and we will send you an Earn Spin Live sticker or an eavesdropping sticker. Like pick your poison. We will send it to you. I will make this happen. Um but get involved in politics and stay involved. Vote for candidates who value women and value women's issues. And if you can't get involved, maybe they're in another state, donate to their campaigns. And so this is actually leading into my soapbox for today. Um, Roy Moore is a flaming piece of shit, and I hope he dies in a goddamn fire. But people are still defending him literally just because he is not a Democrat. Yes, that's true. (laughs) It's not true, but that's, yes. I was going to say... As a Republican and as people who know, I don't support him, by the way. I'm not that kind of Republican. (laughs) But as someone who knows many Republicans, the reason is because the timing is too convenient. Like, like they, most sane people, they don't deny that he did these things, but it's the fact that it's like right when people are voting that they're like, can you not? As a Democrat. And they want to vote for whatever it is they're trying to get the vote on. Right. Yes, they want the vote and all of that. I'm like Tax a part-time Republican. Like, I got the goss on Republicans. <laughs> As a Democrat, I say Hillary's emails were too fucking convenient, and that's how we got Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, but so was the grab and the pussy. Yeah. Everything is convenient. Yes, but the issue with Roy Moore, flaming piece of garbage. And so, yes, it's true. These allegations did come to light recently. Although, one thing that I find really interesting is the second woman to come forward was an absolute diehard Trump supporter voted for Trump Republican party line, like loves the Republican party, hates Murray Moore still came out before the election. And so what I would say to part of that, this is off topic for my soapbox is right now we have somehow created a climate that is relatively friendly to women Mm -hmm. coming forward. So with Harvey Weinstein and all of these women coming forward and taking down these men, um, like people have come forward against Al Franken and, like, it's Democrats and fellow comedians who have come forward against Al Franken. And all of these things coming forward now, I would say, has less to do with the vote, although everything always has to do with oh, the vote. Oh, yeah. Everything's always political. Um, but I would always. say now it has to do with more of there are so many women coming forward, there are people listening. And I've also heard that the women who came forward about, um, what's his face? Franklin Roy Moore? Weinstein? Is that his name? Yes, Roy, Roy Moore. Moore. They were not, like, they were approached by reporters. They didn't go seeking, no, the, like, the, the fame or the limelight right. or whatever. Well, so Roy Moore is the garbage human running for office in... Do we say, announce what section this is, by the way? Do we say this is our soapbox? Well, because it went off of my last, like, <laughs> politics. Okay. But this, this is our is, soapbox, by the way, guys. Uh, this is soapbox. Um, but it went into good politics. Men. This is horrible men. Yes, this is terrible people. <laughs> but it gets back into good men. Um, so, Roy Moore is a place... Pay, bleh, Roy, Roy Moore is a piece of flaming human garbage and has allegedly 
exposed himself and sexually propositioned a 14-year-old, as well as several other women. And so all of the accusations and the allegations include things like being banned from a mall in Alabama for being creepy to teenagers, which is like, how creepy do you have to be to get right. banned from a mall <laughs> in the 90s? Like, the mall. No one's patrolling was, the mall. Like, this was years ago. Like, who how... do you even go to if someone's being creepy? Right. <laughs> how creepy do you have to be to get banned from a shopping mall? You have to, like, whip your penis mall. out in American yeah. Eagle or something. And so he literally uh, – sorry. He was literally banned from a mall. He allegedly – propositioned a 14-year-old. And the 14-year-old he propositioned has later come forward at the time she had told close family and family was like, don't make a big deal out of it because this was a long time ago. Like, we've definitely well, had a as women, we just want to forget that shit happens. Yeah, We don't want to, like, make a big deal out of it. And the climate is somewhat different now where people feel comfortable coming forward. But even then, we still th- say things like, why are you coming forward now? What's going on? You just want your 15 like, minutes? Yeah. Um, but one of the women who came forward against Roy Moore, like, it's, it's like a die hard neocon, loves Trump, but was like, this What's a man, neocon? A uh, neoconservative. It's oh, okay. the Republicans who actually like Trump versus, like, Republicans like my dad, who are like, uh, Trump sucks, he's a rhino, which is Republican in name only. Um, but it's a lot of the new, very, like, you need to, like, teach a class, man. <laughs> I have a lot of knowledge in my Jeez. brain. That's why my hair is so I'm big. a Republican. I even know that term. Um, oh, my God. My dad gets, like, high on his neocon horse. Like, yeah, that's a whole thing. <laughs> um, basically, there are, like, the Republicans who are, like, Reagan had it right. And then there were Republicans who were, like, no, we should basically be libertarians who don't even agree with Ronald Reagan anymore. And those oh are, Oh, my like, God. Neocons. There's Republicans who exist who don't agree with Ronald Reagan? Those are neocons. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's like a unicorn. That's what it sounds like. Neocon. Yeah, unicorn. It's horrible. <laughs> um, because, like, Trump and Reagan have vastly different politics. So all yeah. the people who are supporting Trump, like, they're... They didn't like Reagan? Right. Like, a lot of them... Are not I didn't know those people existed. Okay, isn't it baffling? I, you learn new things every day. I know. I'm like, how do you? How are you a Republican who doesn't like Ronald Reagan? Right, like, like that doesn't exist. It's not a thing. <laughs> All Republicans like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Don't Democrats um, like him too? A lot of them. Yeah. I was about to say like, he, was pretty, so. he was pretty. He was pretty well liked. How long was he in office? Eight years. Oh, he had both okay. terms. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So Roy Moore, super creepy. Even if you set aside the part that he denies, which is propositioning a 14-year-old, what he doesn't deny is dating 17- and 18-year-olds. And he doesn't deny it because what he says is he asked their mother's permission and they all gave him permission. (gasps) But, like, bad mom award. Also, where's the father? No father would approve of that. Apparently... The parents of these people were like, oh, Raymond, you're such a good person. You're so Christian. So literally so many horrible things have come out after this. And I would just like to say my opinion on this is very colored by the fact that my baby sister is 15. And so that means she is a year older than the woman he allegedly propositioned, which is horrifying. A 14-year-old is still a literal baby. They have boobs, but it means nothing. They're like in a training bra. Like they barely have had their periods most of it. Like... Baby. I mean, like, girls today look more advanced. Baby. But Children. Back then, I was wearing a sequin yes. belt. Yes. Like, they might look like they're women, but they are children. Look at their brains, and you will be like, child. Yep. Babies. Look at their their little Facebook statuses <laughs> with all the sad song lyrics. They're children. Like, even 17. Like, I remember being 17. You know how I had good judgment? <laughs> Not 17-year-old me. 
Like, I didn't have good judgment until I was at least 22. He was a 30-year-old man dating 17-year-olds and admits freely to dating 17 and 18-year-olds because he had their mother's permission. That is creepy as shit. And so then what happened today or yesterday is a pastor friend of his came out and said that Roy Moore dated young women, a.k.a. teenagers, because they were more pure. (gasps) So literally... He is now Roy. I like teenagers because they're virgins more. That's nasty. He wanted to deflower them. Yeah. That's allegedly. Horrible. It's allegedly. Horrible. Um, yes. Nasty. Well, this is, yes, because this is his pastor friend like trying to say. It's so gross. It's an alleged He was fetish. 30 and dating 17-year-olds. Like, that is predatory. That is nasty. His parent, like, their parents agreed to it because he was a man who had power. Yep. He's always been a powerful man. And, like, that is garbage and it is disgusting. So, first of all, hide your kids, hide your wife. Second of all. <laughs> Can I play that clip? Oh, my like, God. Like, get him out of here. And so, people are literally saying that, like, even though he is an actual human pedophile, a real-life creepazoid, pedophile who likes children better than adult women creep he the 14 year old he picked up like he picked up a child at a custody hearing i'm gonna add allegedly but at a custody (laughs) hearing he told her mother allegedly yes allegedly (laughs) he told her mother that he didn't think that the child should be hearing the proceedings of a custody hearing because they were too grown up and mean and nasty and he would watch even though his pubes are gray (laughs) (laughs) and that he would watch this 14 year old so she wouldn't have to go to the court proceedings and then he started grooming her like allegedly there's no other grooming her it's what they call grown men who like woody allen and his stepdaughter Uh it's when grown men start like basically hitting on young women and so they do that so that at some point the women, young girls, 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 I start using women, but I mean girls, children, infant girls. Um, but they do that so that when later they're like, here's my penis, the girls are like, oh, this is fine. I trust you. So it's like when it's like building the trust in the relationship so that later you can come onto them sexually and they won't be creeped out. Ew. It's premeditated Ew. molestation. Horrible. Some sociopath. He is a shit. terrible man. Horrible person. And even people who agree that he is a pedophile literally say it is better to elect a pedophile to office over a Democrat because they want to pass the tax reform. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's they awful. Pass that. And like the tax reform is also bad, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, everyone, Which, everyone except for rich people will be paying more in their taxes. So enjoy that. I'm not going to comment on the tax reform, but... <laughs> We've we've touched on the fact before that I have really like strong feelings about the fact that we are the family party. Yeah. But we don't support families. So right. yeah, it just it needs to stop. Yeah, it's like the same people who are very concerned about trans women using restrooms because they might molest girls think it's totally cool to elect an actual pedophile to public office. And that women need to learn how to stand up for themselves, even though you don't trust women to be alone with transgender people in a bathroom. Right. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. It's (laughs) horrifying. So what I have done is I have donated to Doug Jones campaign because I do not live in Alabama and cannot be physically there for that election. You're such a little um, activist. So I gave him money so that he can I'm going to have children and like, Roy Moore. make them different and you're going to like 
be an activist. Because I'm not going to have children. <laughs> I've got to do something I to, guess. like, offset it. Um, but, yeah. And so, like I said, like, as a Democrat, I have other feelings on why it's good for a Democrat to win that seat. But I very rarely get involved in out-of-state elections because I typically feel like since I'm not their constituent, it's not really my business. Mm -hmm. But this is different because Roy Moore is an actual predator and I hate him and I hope he dies in so many fires painfully and slowly. Admitted predator. Yes. His only excuse was like their mom said it's okay. Because that's the most important thing to me about this, I think, is the only things he has denied are the most egregious. So he denies hitting on a 14-year-old, but he doesn't deny dating a 17-year-old, which tells me he actually had no problem propositioning a 14-year-old, allegedly. Because there's not that much of a difference, no, honestly. they're the same. Like, when I was 17, I was probably the same mentally as I was at 14. Like, crazy, hormonal, like, yes. emotional You're flat child. out because an older man is interested. Yeah. And I can think of examples. And, and it's your job as parents yes. to tell that dude to fuck off. So, you know what? You guys need to start Get learning me. how to parent. Ugh. It's so gross. We don't typically parent shame on here, but you're bad parents. Yes. You are Protect all. your children from predators. And I just don't understand the mindset that's like, oh, you're 30 and you want to date my teenager? Sure. It's no. great. It's no. super Gucci. No, that's awful. He's. Awful. Until your children are 18 and can make decisions for themselves, it's your job to protect like, them. I wasn't even allowed to date people my own age until I was 17. Like, I can't with this garbage. And it's just, it's really creepy. It's very predatory. And you see examples of this in your personal life. And if you don't, I really encourage you to just go ahead and look around. Um, because there are always creepy old men trying to date teenagers. And it's gross. It's so gross. And if you can't see that it's gross, you're wrong. And yes, there are women who want to date teenage boys as well. And that's Correct. gross, it's too. It's still gross. Yes. If it's was... a woman wanting to date a younger woman, that's gross, too. If it's a man wanting to date a younger man, too, that's gross, yes. too. Teenagers... It's all gross. If you're under 18, it's gross. <laughs> yes. Teenagers are off So limits. don't add us talking about how we're not defending little boys, too. Because we are. Yes. If you were under 18, you were off limits. And that is fucking nasty. Yes. Nasty. They are babies. Like... Maybe you people have not seen a 17-year-old recently, but they are dipshits. No one wants that. Like, who wants that? Like, they are dumb, dumb babies. They walk around, and they're all ego and hormones and sex drive, and they make poor decisions. And all we need to do is just send them back into their rooms. Everyone needs to be locked up until they're at least 25. I'm a firm believer of that. From the time you're 13 until you're 25, bye. Like, just put them away. Keep them safe. You would be locked up right now. That would be fine. (laughs) Like, I've made good choices in the last several years, but, like, before the last couple, I made some pretty bad ones. And, like, I wouldn't have made those choices if I were locked up in a room. Yep. Like, ew. Ew, This is a real soapbox, by the way. It's like a legit soapbox. I can't get off of it. I'm going to try. But if you are similarly disgusted by the human piece of predatory trash that is Roy Moore, I encourage you to also consider donating to Doug Jones' campaign. If you're not disgusted by Roy Moore, get off of this podcast and never talk to me. Please, (laughs) ever. He's awful. Wretched. Terrible piece of human garbage. And literally, I just want everyone to Take a drink every time Malia says garbage. I can't. Or flaming. Think about a teenager that you know in your life. Or think about yourself as a teenager. That's horrifying. That was horrifying. And, like, I remember as a teenager thinking that I was so mature, but then I look at my baby sister, and, like, I know that I was not that different. 
Like, yeah. she's 15. I was not mature. No. And in my head, I'm like, oh, she's such a baby. But, like, you know who was also a baby at 15? Me. Mm-hmm. Like, at 15, I just thought I was hot shit. And now looking back at her, I'm like, <laughs> no. None yeah. of y'all are hot shit. You're all, you're all children. Here is a sippy cup. <laughs> like... I still need a sippy cup. Yes. Like, I can't. I can't. So I want all of you to think, just find a teenager, think about yourself as a teenager, and just really evaluate. Tell them not to date 30-year-old men. Oh, my God. Yes, please. (laughs) Just reach out to them and be like, please don't date creepy old men, no matter what your mother may or may not say. Garbage. But this goes back to me being politically active. I believe that Roy Moore being a predator is abhorrent in every way, shape, and form. And so I donated to his opposition's campaign. There are other ways to get involved, whether it's making a call to your senator. Right now, net neutrality is a big deal. Not necessarily a feminist deal, but like a deal nonetheless. It's still like a huge deal. Um, And so there are a lot of things going on and you can be involved politically, whether it's the fight for choice or whether it's access to maternity leave, like go ahead and really think about that and then advocate for the women in your life. That's how it tied back into being a good man. But mostly soapbox, soapbox, Roy Moore is garbage. Roy Moore is garbage. I can't even say his name. I hate him so much. I hope he loses and then I hope he dies. In a fire? In a fire. <laughs> I can think of other ways, but, like, a fire is just a nice accessible. I just oh, You always say die in a fire. Oh, I do. I literally wrote it. I hope he dies in a fire. I can't. Creepy. I just can't get over the fact that, that is my baby sister's age. And I know her and her friends. And not a one of them do I think is really able to date a 30-year-old man. Not a one. No matter what they may or may not say. Mm-mm. They are babies. Yep. They may start to look like women. They may start to kind of act like women. They may even, may even start to flirt like women, but they are not women. Babies. Infant human babies who need protected and guarded from creepy-ass men like Roy Moore. Just so y'all guys know, I have no soapbox. That's the only soapbox. <laughs> Which is good because mine took like 20 nothing. fucking minutes. You would think I would after like two months of not recording, but I got nothing. You're just, you seem a little drained lately. Yeah. It's like you don't even have I'm just range. like, my like adulting moment is making it to Thanksgiving break and just like taking a break. I've been like praying I get sick just so I have a vacation. Like Elise. Like, I'm not joking. She's not even full of rage. She's just sick of everyone's shit. Yes. <laughs> I'm always full of rage, but Elise right now is just like, go away. Leave me alone. Just send me Zac Efron and everybody else. Just go away. <laughs> yeah so what are we loving this week after like all that rage i'm loving that i have time to reset and recharge and i'm really hoping that none of that time comes with family members defending roy moore because i will go off see that's one thing that's what i'm thankful for this year is i like i don't have i have a big family but like they're all over the country so like i really only see my immediate family and then like one set of like an aunt and uncle and grandmother and cousin yeah. So, like, I don't have, like, fights. Yeah, this week we've got our immediate family for Thanksgiving, but we also have a couple of great aunts and, like, cousins coming, um, as well as my boyfriend's family is joining us for Thanksgiving this year. 
And so that's going to be kind of iffy. And then that's going to be interesting. Also have a big Thanksgiving family reunion with like oh. all of the cousins in the area. And it's on Saturday. Ugh. So I will Reunions see a lot of people that I do not agree with ideologically who might say problematic things. Like I had a, I had a great uncle comment on someone's status about Roy Moore and say, yet he let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Oh my god, I hate that saying. Which like it's from the like, Bible. My version of sinning is eating a whole pizza. <laughs> yeah. So like I can throw a fucking stone, dude. I always want to comment back and be like, <laughs> I've never molested a child. Therefore I will throw so many stones. Yes. Like my idea, yes. Like my, I'll molest a pizza. Yes. My idea of a sin is like, I can't even think of anything. I don't uh, I live in sin with my boyfriend. Like, that's my level of sin. But it's also, like, consensual. Yes. My sins don't impact other people and ruin their lives and get all up in their genitals. Like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, What are you you thankful for this year? Oh, yeah. What am I thankful for? I mean, by the time y'all hear this, it won't be Thanksgiving anymore. (laughs) But I am thankful for escapism. I love television. Mm-hmm. I am thankful for that amazing Mindy Project finale. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so let's take like two minutes and talk about it. I cried. I literally like bought. I was my eyes so out. happy. It's exactly the ending I wanted, but it was Same. the ending I was afraid they wouldn't do based on all of their hints. Well, and I think they made it as realistic as they could right. with him being like, "But you're gonna move, right?" <laughs> and her being like, "We can. We have the rest of our lives to argue." Yeah. I thought that was a good compromise. Because, like, it's saying, like, oh, this isn't going to be a happily ever after. Right. They're going to fight the rest. But they're going to be together. Because that's one of the things that they had said. Spoiler alert. Mindy right. and Danny Sorry. end up together. Um, if you didn't see it coming, you're blind. Or, like me, just desperately afraid that they were going to do something yes. weird. Same. Because they broke them up to begin with. But they had said, they're like, we don't want this to be the typical rom-com happily ever after. And I think, in a way, it wasn't because it didn't pretend that all of their issues were gone. Yes. They literally addressed the issues and were like... These are still issues. And Danny was like, yeah, I see you differently now. I'm like, I get it. And she's like, okay, that was why we broke up. Mm -hmm. Like these other fights. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I cried and I loved it so much because it spoke to me about how people like you can take time and you can change and you can be on your own. And like, it's all about timing. Right. It's not, it was never about Danny's the wrong person for her. Danny's an asshole. He was a bit sexist. Yeah. He was problematic. But that doesn't mean, like, you're not right together at some point in the future. Right. Like, people change. Like, they totally broke up for valid reasons. And yeah. I actually would have been really upset if they hadn't broken up. If you don't watch the yeah. show, what happened is that Mindy was still very involved with work. And then she got pregnant. And Danny was like, well, I think you need to quit doing all of these things. I want you to be a stay-at-home mom. But and he didn't support her when she wanted to start her own business. Yeah. Which is crazy because if you remember earlier in the show, like, he supported her when she went on – all of these other things and to expand her knowledge. But the issue... Well, because they had a kid. They didn't have a kid together then. But once she had a kid, he had all of these ideas of what a mother should be and how a woman should be a mother. Mm -hmm. And so he brought all of this baggage into their relationship and was not a good fit for Mindy. Like, those worldviews did not work for her. And I related to that 100% because sometimes you break up even though you love each other. Mm -hmm. Over really big things. Well, and she even said she was like, I never stopped loving you. That broke my heart. Yeah. Like, in a good way. I know. Because, like, like, obviously she never stopped loving him. Obviously. Like, we knew that. 
I love it. Okay, so go watch the Mindy Project series it's finale. It's so good. We need a TV Tuesday about we all do. of the Mindy. Oh, we really do. That's what we're going to do next. Okay, so we're loving the Mindy Project. I'm also loving our Spin Lives new printable planning pages. Yeah. They are free for a limited amount of time when you sign up for our newsletter. Um, I'm also about to send out the newsletter, so if you're already <laughs> subscribed, I will send you that link. Um, and we have what kind of pages, Elise? Yes. Tell so the fans. We have monthly planner pages. We have weekly planner pages. And we now have daily planner pages. They're amazing. Malia and I have tested them out ourselves and, like, said what we want. And, like, our graphic designer, Jasmine, is amazing. Um, Earn Spin Love Colors brand. They're strong great. Strong opinions went into making these pages Yes, very happen. strong opinions. I was like, I need a to-do list. Yeah. I need my priorities. I need my bills. And um, we're really excited about it. We think it'll really help you focus on your work as well as all of your adulting responsibilities and bring them all together in one great page. Yes. And they are available free for a limited amount of time, probably in 2018. We'll start charging a little bit. But right now they're free, so go download them. Download them. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, If you're one of our MVPs, OG fans, you're already in our eavesdroppers group. Mm -hmm. If you are not, but you think that you should be, holler at us. uh, Get at us on Twitter, Facebook, um, Mm -hmm. the website, email us, whatever. Holler. Or even just find it's eavesdroppers. It's a group on Facebook and you can request to join. Yeah. We'll add you. Mm And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Again, it's called eavesdropping. And let's see what else we have great content. We have an amazing video about female-led TV shows that you can find Mm -hmm. on YouTube or on our Facebook channel. We have an article about female-centric charities. I might as well just link to all these in the show notes. Yeah, we have a great article. It's syndicated from the Financial Diet. They are the original writers of that. Yeah, follow us everywhere. We have a lot of opinions. Um, If you follow Earn, Spin, Live, it's Earn, Spin, Live, wherever you would find it. Um, I'm on Twitter as at Malia Bowles. And then M-E-L-E-A-H-B-O-W-L-E-S. And I am on Twitter and Instagram at M. Elise Williams. It's M E L I S E Williams. If you can't spell Williams, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, and you can also find us on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But All the Twitter is where we have a lot of opinions. Yes, we don't hold back. I recently have stopped holding back. I give zero fucks. Your personal brand is really doing well. Thank you. I agree. but yeah we're really excited to be back um we would also love to hear from you guys about your personal experiences with sexual harassment yes yes send us your stories um to hit us up at earnspinlib.com and we will read them anonymously on the next podcast um if you would like us to or if you just want to argue with us like tell us different things men should be doing or if you are a man and you listen and you're like i think you're rude tell us i won't listen to you but at least might and uh at least we'll try (laughs) we'll both try very hard um or if you want advice on something that's happened or how to deal with a man in your life we have all the experience oh my god i totally forgot we used to give advice we need to do that more yeah we were really good at it ask us for advice because we love feeling like we're important we love it I'm an older sister with a teenage little sister, and teenagers don't care what you have to say about anything, so I need an outlet for all of this wisdom. (laughs) And I guess happy holidays. I don't know when this is coming out. Happy holidays. (laughs) No matter when it comes out, it'll be around a holiday. Yes. That's the beauty of, like, November, December. Yes. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Holla.
<laughs> <laughs>